Welcome, everybody. It's another exciting edition of the Sports Hole. I'm your host, Luke. With me, as always, XFL Jim, rock and roll, Maddie Goldberg. What's up, brother? Also, a big boys? shout out to everyone uh, listening, watching on YouTube, where our show is pretty new there. Yeah, Remember to smash that subscribe. like button and hit subscribe. Oh, yeah. yeah like and subscribe. And, subscribe. and, and don't subscribe. forget to comment. Like and subscribe. You know, we got a comment. I didn't read the comment, but somebody said I took a shot at Pat Mahomes. I did not take a shot at Pat Mahomes. I think he's amazing. I can't stand his wife, though. Maddie hates everyone's wife. Maddie, do you hate my wife? No, nah, she's cool. <laughs> Although, I will say this. She came in guns blazing at the climax of Washington, uh, like that moment where Washington's going to win the game and now they're not going to win the game because the injury. All and right. she came in guns blazing at that time. You're like, just this is a this is a very tense moment for all of us. Just wait, what gotta, game was give, this? I don't remember. Give that. us one more minute, Washington, uh, Texas. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, right. but she's lovely. We're on a great text <laughs> chat with. Uh, her and, and you with uh, The Bachelor, which was pretty boring last night. Not her fault. She doesn't no. choose The Bachelor. She doesn't choose the... Uh, but for her being a Bachelor fan, I'm very disappointed on how bad the show was yesterday. I don't know. I prefer the women coming in. They're a little more uh, curvy and uh, not so... Well, they, I'm know, I, played, I played a game last night like, okay, every girl that comes in, would you have sex with her? And I think after like six girls coming in, I just stopped playing because everyone was a yes. Sure. Even the death one. I'd even take it to the death one, even though she couldn't hear me going, who's your daddy? She'll still. No, she has a cochlear implant now. She could absolutely hear you. But uh, not cheap either. I don't know. The the tennis punch. How much much is a cochlear implant, Jim? And why do you know about these? I just don't think they're cheap. They got to be 50 grand. comments out there. I actually, yeah, I, just, I like to throw takes. I, right. I've been watching a lot of Stephen A uh, at work. They have yeah. it playing. So I just, I, I've been throwing takes around. Oh my. Okay. Hot tea. Yeah. Maddie, right on the fucking head, range from 50,000 to 100,000. Fuck. By the way, I will say Stephen A has takes, unlike that piece of shit, Pat McAfee. Maddie, you have a problem with Pat McAfee? <laughs> I had no, no idea. He's great. He's the great. best. Oh, we got four fucking teams left. What do you think? What? How do you think Pat McAfee feels about the deaf girl on Bachelor? Oh, oh, give her a lot of spirit. Give her a hand for going on the Bachelor, even though she can't hear. She can't hear the other girls calling her a cunt and a bitch. What? A, give her a round of applause for the and then they, girl, the deaf girl. And then they'll, they'll blow a whistle because the every time they curse, they go like, "Oh, you're fine." Oh, ESPN. Da, 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 da. Is that uh, what they do? Seriously? Yeah, because they can't curse anymore on their show because they're on TV shit, now. Totally so every time they say a fuck, they're just like, "Oh, oh, we said it. We said it. We're rebels. We said it. Don't <laughs> sue us, even though we don't say anything." Even though we ride the fence, don't sue us because we're hot takes. Even though we have no hot takes, we just want to make everybody happy and pretend we're badass because we wear jorts. And one of the guys has a mullet and one of the guys has a cowboy hat. Get the fuck out of here, fucking losers. 
You guys, anything exciting happened in this last week since I've seen yeah, you? Yeah, the games were pretty good. It was a good weekend. Maddie, I'm first... in your personal life. How are you feeling emotionally? Well, my hand's getting a lot better, which is great. Oh, that so I'm starting out. to feel a lot better. Um, had a good poker week. And besides that, uh, that's about it. You know, it's been pretty slow. Just trying to get myself better. And uh, we got wean tickets, so we'll be going in February. That's right, baby. Got one extra uh, one nice. for Friday, Jim. Well, we have one for, for Saturday. Saturday. I think I put it on Facebook, and this crazy hippie girl already is uh, wants to buy it. They have quite the – like, we're probably the best-looking wean fans, I got to say. Like, they have, they have that Hey, I'll take it. It's kind of like uh, very nice people, but a combination of like this weird kind of hippie thing, like not giving a fuck kind of thing, like like the people that wear like sandals to like a job interview are like they wore those. What are those Clark? Those those ugly shoes people wear now that are cool and they weren't cool a few years ago. Crocs? Crocs? Crocs, yeah, they're Crocs. Don't don't show Crocs are so comfy. Dude, that that's ween is Croc people. They're so comfy. Yeah, they wear Crocs to like a wedding and, and they're type of people like that, you know. So interesting, All interesting right. people we will see there. Eddie, I ha- I do have a strip of acid left still if you want to go to the I'm gonna pass dimension. because I got really high the last time and I didn't really enjoy it. Oh just because okay. I get claustrophobic, so you oh, get fucking right. high as can be, and you'll have a great time. They'll play, they play three hours a night, so you're stuck for six hours, but it's worth the money. Oh yeah, no, that's there's fine. some deep cuts I'll send you guys that I hope they play some country stuff that Jim will appreciate. Oof. Oh, I know yeah. you're a country guy, right, Jim? I do love me some country. They have a beautiful song. It's a ballad uh, of uh, the, of Jerry uh, Jerry uh, what's it Sandusky? Called? No, not Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> Epstein. No, Jerry uh Garcia. <laughs> Just Jerry Epstein. That's it's his, his, his yeah, it's his cousin. That's it's his, yeah, it's his brother. Cousin. Yeah. <laughs> he actually is very uncontroversial. Yes. Believe yeah. it or not. Very normal life for Jerry. He actually Epstein. had an island, but it was an island of four kids. That yeah. uh, uh no, no man. No, no island with children yeah. on this guy. <laughs> Kids Jerry Epstein is an upstanding community man. He's a 21 and up. He's not even just legal age. He's yeah. 21 and up. Kind you know, of guy. My brother-in-law's really good buddy has a picture of uh, he played football in North Carolina in high school. And he went to Sandusky's football camp. And he's legitimately has a picture of him at like 13 with Sandusky. Is it autographed? I don't know. But dude. Take that on the Pawn Stars. That right. is a picture. Can we see it? Can you get it for us? Maybe I'll I'll try. Make that the YouTube thumbnail. Yes. I mean, that if you had a picture, like if I had a picture with Sandusky, that would be my Facebook picture. That'd be my Instagram. Go over your bed. Yeah. I mean, that is like clout. That's like OJ. uh, that, that That is a wild picture. No doubt about it. Put a pic of uh during the Bills uh um chiefs game somebody posted a pic of like oj sneaking up behind taylor yeah i have Swift. that yeah i put that up yeah <laughs> taylor and Brittany. Oh, the, bills let, the, the bills let me down this weekend because they were supposed to end taylor swift 
And, nah, you know, you can't, I, I feel like I, this is one of those games where you throw X's and O's out the window and just go, yeah. I don't I don't feel they're ready still for this well, game. Also, Allen, just Mahomes as an underdog is crazy. Yeah. God, the I, Ravens have to finish this job. Please, they will. please, Baltimore, for America, do it for all football fans. We don't want to see Taylor Swift anymore. We, Mahomes we, is eight and three straight up as an underdog. So wow. look, he is like I said, you know, on a year where there's no super dominant team, he's good enough to get his team there because yes, he is the best quarterback in the NFL, no doubt about it. And he can like you can see that like they don't have a lot of good wide receivers this year besides Kels. Uh, and he's just, you know, he's playing really well now. That defense and, too. Yeah, the defense is solid, and I don't know, Buffalo, like, there's people that take shots at Josh Allen, I say shame on you. Without that he, guy, that, that team would be 5-12. and 12. I don't know be, how you can sit there and say he sucks. I would never say he sucks. He was not, like, an all-star this game. I wouldn't say well, he I was great this Jim. game. Matt, Matt, he averaged, like, 4.5 yards per attempt. Like, where was he the downfield passing? He threw two balls. He was thrown behind the line of scrimmage all day. Jimbo, he threw two balls to guys. Beautiful dimes. They were amazing. I love Josh Allen. And they were dropped twice. But what is that? How does that explain away all the other throws behind the line of scrimmage? That's Joe Brady's game plan. They did move the ball the first half. They were great the first half. The second half, the game tightened up. And guys dropped passes. Guys missed field goal kicks. Uh, the defense also for Bills just – They're missing their three best players. That's another yeah. thing on defense. I'd like to see them with Jim Harbaugh. I heard it's a done deal with San Diego. Our Los Angeles Chargers, my bad. But, dude, get a new coach. For the love of God, you're going to fuck I, I think window. Jim actually would have been perfect for, for that. I think, I think, I think it would be great in Buffalo. I yeah. think it would be fantastic they're in one, Buffalo. They're a coach away. They're not a quarterback away. They're a coach away. So how do you feel like, is McDermott still there next season? I mean, what else are you going to do? There's no rumors that he's going to be fired. There's Uh. nobody. There's two guys that could be better than him, Harbaugh and maybe Belichick. And I don't see any of that meter moving. Nobody's talking about it. They're talking about Belichick to Atlanta. Well, no, that's even us uh, simmering down now a little bit, I guess. Yeah. It seems like he's going to feud with like how much control he has with the draft. And, he stinks at the draft, so I think that might hold right there, right? I don't know. I don't know what the what's going on behind the scenes, but I do know like he he's fucking fantastic, and you would he has the offense you need. You know, he doesn't have to fuck around with a quarterback getting developed. Um, he could get the defense on lockdown. I don't know. I think it's. I uh, think it'd be, it'd be a good fit. Yeah. I mean, why not? Belichick's probably got like two, three years, decent years left in him. I, I just don't think like McDermott is going to get you to that next step. So why are you wasting Josh Allen, the way he plays and, and dude, taking the ball in his own hands and all those runs that's costing it. him. It, it's great, but look what happened to Cam Newton. It's not great for the long run. So he's sacrificing himself for the team. He's not going to be able to do this for another three or four more years you're you're gonna kill this fucking window Who like dropped that get ball on a new fucking like, coach Allen threw it like 70 yards and somebody just dropped it it what? was brutal twice <laughs> he 
He threw two dimes in the second half. Dropped. Oh, God. Uh, I don't want to shit on Stefan Diggs. I think he's a great player. Uh, guys can have bad games. Guys can D up on a certain guy and take him out of the game. But, like, he's got to have a better game than three catches for whatever yards he had. And he that was a tough catch, but it was a catchable ball. And Sheffield should have caught that other one. And those killed two drives. So, I mean, I, 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 it's right, not other, like Josh uh, Allen had the most incredible game, but, I mean, he is that whole team. Without him, they're not even close. No, without him, they're, like, not even sniffing the playoffs. No. And he sacrifices himself immensely. I just love the way he plays, too. Oh, it's beautiful. Very entertaining. You're wasting him with, with, with McDermott. For the love of God, Jim Harbaugh is the perfect fit. Yeah. What do like, they do next year? Like how do, how do the like They're not What's are that? they lose they're not going to lose anybody, are they? No, they'll they'll get some defenders back. Maybe they'll get a, a they they could use an extra wide receiver. They're, but there's no like no, contract situation coming up where they have to like pay out the ass for everybody. No, I don't think so, but okay. they're, you know, Cincinnati's going to come back. Jacksonville might come back. Kansas City will definitely be in the mix. I, I refuse to believe in Jacksonville. I I love. I think okay. Trevor Lawrence is good. I will not believe. We'll in Jacksonville. We'll switch him out with Houston because Houston's That's here to stay. Yeah, speaking of Houston, they took out yeah. the Ravens. Sure, and it looked good for about three quarters. Two quarters. Two quarters. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think there. So you said there's no dominant team in the NFL right now. I think the Ravens are as close. The Ravens as are, but like the last like, four weeks, they've just been destroying everybody they play. Yeah, they're, true, I think they're on another level than anybody Chiefs. right now. So you gotta beat the Chiefs. This defense is. Crazy. I'm pretty sure they will because I think they will fluster Mahomes. I think, and I think their offense will just keep driving down and, and putting up points too. I mean, here's the thing: if you can take Kelsey out of there, who are you worried about? The only guy that's decent is Rashard Rice. So you got Rice, you got Justin Watson, you got Hardman, you got Valdez Scantlin, who couldn't catch anything this year and had a good game last week. But I I don't have much faith that he's going to have a big game. So if you can get Kelsey, it kind of shut down the running game. I'm not worried about any of those wide receivers. I'm not either. I I believe in this Baltimore defense. Yeah. And I the offense is good enough. I think they're good enough. Is uh, do we know if Andrews is going to play? Uh, I think he's like day to day and I okay. don't know. I would say maybe by the Super Bowl, but Isaiah Likely's been very good. He has yeah. been. And they but got Zay Flowers. Like this is a great team. They are a great team, but again, like Dealing with a Pat Mahomes and like seeing what Brady used to do, you underestimate them with not a great team, but a great quarterback like Mahomes can find a way, and that's what he does. He's he's a he's a very special player. Not a fan of his wife, but a very special player. <laughs> what about he his is, brother though? He's one of my favorite players. His brother can suck it. I don't oh, not a fan of his brother. Big wow. fan of his brother. Not a fan, not I'm not a fan of the Kelsey brothers either. Like you didn't you didn't get inspired when Jason Kelsey was up there drinking their a, narcissism a and their craving of attention is so I mean I guess we all crave attention we're doing a podcast but like god like seeing him do his little drunk shirt off oh no I love that Maddie I loved it last year when Fitzpatrick did it I mean 
it felt more authentic then. But Jason yeah. Kelsey is just like he just loves to go crazy and party. I love that shit. My he God, if Jason yeah. Kelsey came out here to Palm Springs and hit the barracks on the weekend, he'd be the most popular guy in town. Yes, he yeah. would. He also he's, knows when the camera is a bear's bear. He is a bear's bear. He knows oh, he when that would. camera's on. I'll tell you Big, that. Hairy, oh, yeah, he does. That's muscular. That's the fat. that's being a popular podcaster, Maddie. We know all about that too. That's right. <laughs> I love Jimmy. Oh. Jimmy will not let me go on his other podcast. <laughs> Well, well, everyone hates when do you, you want to come on, man? Which one do you want to come on? I want a piece of Uncle Rico. Oh, now I want to just talk to him about my hatred for McAfee. Well, once uh, once the UFL season, we're getting How's the live streams and everything he, back together. A, I mean, he's a Lions guy through and through. He must be he, pumped. He's loving life right now. Is he he's crying? on the edge of his Did seat. Right. Uh, I think he said he was like pacing back and forth his entire apartment um, during the last game and the the game before that. Yeah, he's he's probably. I think he checks. He's got a little Fitbit. He checks yeah. that, and it goes off the charts during the Lions games. Wow, how are you feeling, Luke? You're I feel more great. I feel like I feel like um, this is sort of like a dream season that might be coming to an end here. I don't feel yeah. super confident going against the. If I'm being objective, well, is um, it a successful season if they lose by? If they lose by 13 or 14, is it a successful season? Yeah, I, I think no matter what happens. Yes. They they definitely – got to remember that defense a couple years ago was like the worst in the league. Yeah. It finally got respectable, but it still has a ways to go. I. But it is a winnable game. If, yes, and no, but like – If no Debo, it's a winnable game. I agree. It's weird. The 49ers have to be completely 100% healthy. Otherwise, they're yes. very vulnerable. It's yeah, it's so weird, but it's like they're when they are 100%, they're yeah. super dominant. And then exactly. the second you just get rid of one of those pieces, right. it falls apart. You see, yeah. Debo is similarly, similarly to a more extreme extent, you see it with the Dolphins, too. I wonder if that's like yeah. a, a Shanahan thing, like his tree. You kind of have to have all your pieces working I think together. Like when I'm okay, so like when I was watching the Lions, you know, this last game, it's yeah. just you see missed tackles in the open field, you see, in I. This McCaffrey just, gonna go crazy. Well, to me, it's like the, the, I'll tell you what, yeah. like Michigan, not to compare this to college, but I will say, fuck, they kept Washington in front of them for the most part, and when mm-hmm. somebody caught a pass, they tackled them. You know, yeah. they didn't miss a tackle. Well, the they're one of the greatest off. defenses in college history. It was. It was a great. Detroit is a average defense with a very efficient offense. Yes, where the defense has had its moments, but. It's not. It's like the end of the first half. There's a minute to go. They pin the Bucks to the ten, and in four plays, the Bucks have a touchdown. And you're like, "How the hell this happened?" Right. Like you're, you're you. You can just play cover four or whatever, cover two, or or play prevent, and you hold them to a field goal at best. You know, yeah. you can't let Mike Evans get behind you like three times. And yeah, those are I would, things uh... that they gotta clean up because. The defense for the 49ers is going to be much better than the D. De- the Bucks defense is good, but right. Detroit at home is a is a machine on offense. They really are. Yeah. So it's going to be on the road. It's going to be hostile. Yep. Goff's only like one and nine versus San Francisco. Well, he's from that area. Right. He's uh, you know, he's playing out of his world. I'm not a huge fan of Brock Purdy. Um 
But pretty, just, pretty made the plays on the final drive, whereas Jordan Love fucking, I don't know what he was thinking. He, well, you he, know what's funny with Green Bay is they play with house money until they were like, oh, my God, we're going to win this game. Right. And then they, they went into, like, this bizarro prevent thing. And, and really, two games came down to two kickers that fucked the game up. Yeah. I mean, missing well, I, that kick. For Green Bay was big and missing the Buffalo kick was the huge. thing though with Green Bay is they just had to get in get a field goal to tie it up. I know it, into overtime and but yep. you know then he like channeled his inner Favre and played hero ball and that was it. You know, well the kid missed a field goal. We can't forget that. And in the NFL, a forty yard field goal is what a 20, 30 yard field goal was a few years ago. It's almost a gimme. No, I understand the guy should have made it the first yeah. time, but. Also, you can feel they were tightening up as the game yeah. became mm-hmm. a reality of winning. You can feel like the house money became like, oh my god, let's not blow this. But it's like you got there. One of the things I love by Campbell is he got there being a riverboat gambler and he's not going to change. Yeah, like it's and- even against Dallas when they lost the call and they even got penalized, they still went for it. Yeah, it was pretty funny when the lineman came in this week and he like stood in front of the ref for like a minute, yeah. like pointing at his jersey. And exactly, <laughs> it was a blessing so, though because they got the matchups they wanted. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, I yeah. think Green Bay would have been a tougher opponent just because it was a division rival who beat him this year. They weren't going to be intimidated, and the Bucks, uh, I don't think are as good as Green Bay, so. I just think it, having the home field advantage would have been crazy for the Lions. Yeah, I think that would, would have been yeah, insane. Yeah, it sucks now that you think about it. It's like, fuck, they they had it too. They would have they would have had a better record than the Niners and and they would have had it. And yeah. Now they got tied, but I don't know, San Francisco has the tiebreaker. But but let's be honest though, San Francisco would have played hard the last game of the year. Like they didn't play their starters the last game of the year. Oh, that's so. true. They probably would have been the first seed. It would have probably flipped. Detroit was two. Dallas was three. Uh And Detroit would have had to play Green Bay in the first round. And and Green Bay was very good. Like, Jordan Love is the real deal. It's fun seeing Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud turning into very good quarterbacks. Yeah, especially Jordan Love. When you you see a guy that doesn't excel right away, you're you're ready to cast these people off nowadays. So it's... It's representing the just, Mountain West, baby. Biden his time, yeah, and uh, and got there, and he looks so good now too. He looks. Well, so Green Bay has done an amazing job drafting. Well, they didn't draft far, but the last two quarterbacks they drafted, they've done a hell of a job. I'm so excited for these conference championship games. Yeah, they're great games. By the way, did you know that the uh, Chiefs Bills game is the most watched NFL divisional round game? ever and the most watched super uh most watched program of any kind since last year's super bowl with 50 million viewers i guess it is the taylor swift i was gonna say shout out taylor's dude she's the biggest star in the world i know yeah so there's also been like sort of a conspiracy bubbling up about this because so there's an nfl ref that apparently when he's on the field Gives a massive edge to road teams. I heard about this. Calls a lot of penalties on the home team. Yeah. So the last three years with other refs, home teams win uh, almost 56% of the time. But with uh, this guy, um, 
Sean Smith, they that drops to about 41%. And with other refs, home teams cover the spread 50% of the time, but with Smith, home home cover rates drop to 37%. We'll have to watch the game before and, we can say anything. Right, no, but I'm that's, not, not going to say thing. anything. Now he's going to be calling this game, and they're like, you know, the NFL would love to have Miss Taylor Swift in the box off, you know. I only thought there was one call that was fishy. Buffalo Chiefs was the pass interference or the defensive holding. There was like a yard. The guy kind of pushed the guy like a uh, yard in on a fourth down in the or third down in the third quarter, the fourth quarter. And I thought what, that was the only bad call that I remember. So I, what'd you guys think of all the people arguing about the touchback rule again now? That's the right call. Yeah. 100%. Well, I don't well, know what they're arguing about. They're arguing that it shouldn't be that that just shouldn't be a rule. What, it's a great rule. I love fumble? the rule. Yeah, the, the touchback. Like, I saw a bunch yeah. of people online, mainly Chiefs fans, but they're just like, where oh, do they the want the ball rule. at? They want the offense to get it back. Where? I would assume probably at like the five yard line or something. That's unfair. It's I not. Like the rule. You I love it the too. Through the goal line, you're fucked. Yeah. Don't fumble the ball. Yeah, that's always that's, that's always been the rule. What? Yeah, and be careful yeah. if you think I, it's going to be close. I saw people arguing about this last year and a little bit in like college too. Like yeah. I, every time there's a controversial one, uh, or like in a there's a touchback in a big game, I just see it all over social media. They people like arguing happened to the Bills. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm with would you, they, Maddie. I'm very pro touchback rules. If if it happened to the Bills, would they be like that's a dumb rule? I bet it some people it, would. It makes it more devastating, and it's punishing for getting greedy at the goal line like yeah. that. And it's stupid too, because if they got it in, it wasn't even a close game at that point. You know, like it's two scores; it's pretty much over. Yeah, um, but he fumbled it. It was clear, and yeah. the refs actually and made the right I saw, call there. I saw someone on Twitter explaining it like football: uh, the field is a battlefield. Yeah, and the end zones are like your forts; they're your base. Of course. And when, you, and when you lose the football into the other team's base, they get the ball. Yeah. It's just like Pat Mahomes was like, you know, for them to make that flag because the guy was off sides by like a little bit. Then it's like, yeah, but there's rules. You can't lie. There's formations that you have to abide by. And if you don't abide by the formations, you're it's a penalty. It doesn't matter. And, and yeah. You know, I, I mean, like, a, does a defense of uh, linemen lining yeah. up in the neutral zone really matter that much? Like, no, it's, it's, like it's, could it's be a matter fair, of an fair. inch. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying is there's a lot of rules where the penalty doesn't affect the outcome of the play. But that's just how it is. Everybody's living by the same rules. Yeah, I mean, you have to abide by the rules as part of the game. Uh, Chiefs fans are, you know... Uh, Look, they're winners, and when you're a winner, you become a darling into a, the most hated team. And five years ago, we all rooted for them because they were the darlings and they were the up-and-comers. And then when you win a lot, you become hated, and the target's on your back. But they're coming off a little – well, not the Chiefs, but they're, you know, their fans are a little salty, I guess, about wanting everything to be – That's fine. I didn't even hear that one. I don't – I, didn't know. I just I, I I hear all the time with like it's not just Chiefs fans. There's like a yeah. subsection of online people that anytime there's a big game and there's a touchback mm-hmm. that happens, there's a lot of people that complain about it. Yeah, fans get really weird when their team loses too. So since I 
am a Lions fan and a Rams fan. I'm in the Rams uh, sub uh, on Reddit. And it was like, it was like some fan in Detroit was holding up a sign that said, you know, get the kneecap, get the other kneecap, take yeah, a yeah. truck out of it. And it had all the like teams lined up that they were playing or had played and were going to play. And, and, and like some Rams fan, you know, was like, that's it. We're done with Detroit. They look at that. He's talking about that Higby got or whoever. It no, was I, that, got, yeah, I got like the tight end guy. got his ACL and they're like, Oh, it's not even like, what are you talking about? You know, that's a known speech. He, Dude, I got in a fight with a guy a few years ago because there was a pitcher on the twins who was an Uber driver a couple years back. And it was like, he was an Uber driver two years ago. Now he's in a playoff game and he was against the Yankees. I'm not, I hate the Yankees. And the Yankee fans are chanting Uber, Uber. And that's a very <laughs> fun chant. That's what sure. you pitch at Yankee Stadium to get that. That's pretty light. Yes. That's pretty light. And then a lot of pitchers thrive off that and pitch better because the, the hatred of the fans brings out the beast in them. And this guy was like, how disgusting are the Yankee fans to do that? Blah, blah, blah. How the guy had a job and I'm absolutely like, awful. Out of here, you fucking soft baby bitch. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Well, it's like, okay, like you've lost. And I'm it, not even a Yankee you know, fan. Right. But like in football, like you lost, your season's over. Yeah. But like, what more are you good? Are you, you're not going to rewin the game through your post on reddit or whatever like, i have to make uh, oh uh, i will win games through my i send emails i send emails i have to people. make a redaction about another fucking piece of garbage whoa 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 fucking maddie kelly stafford can stuck a big one you and these nfl wives well the, the he turns um, into an incel like when he starts talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, uh, no, I know. wags yeah i don't get me wrong i love women they rev my engine. It's just like this whole thing about how they boot her kids. Oh, like yeah. You're, you're making it about your fucking kids. Get your fucking kids off the fucking field. Get your fucking <laughs> kids off the fucking field. It's not about your fucking kids. Like, look, your 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 son is a war. Your, your husband's a warrior. He played great in Detroit. He took a beating there for that city for 10 years. But the, the city, it means more that they're in the playoffs than your fucking kids, that the fucking fans who don't even give a fuck about your fucking kids. They have to give your fucking kids a standing ovation. You're going to make it about your fucking kids. You're going to shit on their fucking moment. Get the all about fuck the kids, out Maddie. of there. It's all also, about the kids, know, like, Maddie. Out of there. If you hear like someone's booing your kids, you know, it's like three people, you know, like it's. It's like Dude, it's not alcohol. the majority. It's there's... not like the whole stadium was just sitting there booing these children. It's like yeah, they wanted to root for the fucking lions. They don't right. care about your kids. They're, you're also you're now on the other team. It's okay to boo the other team. There's gonna be a day <laughs> when Matt Stafford comes back there and he gets his number retired, and rightfully so, and he gets a long-standing ovation. But that night, it wasn't about. It'd be him. funny if they did that and then turned and booed Kelly Stafford. Right, that would be that. awesome. I just can't believe like she's going to make it about her darn kids and try to shit on a city that's been loser. They they've seen their team lose for yeah, 35 years. Yeah, made their years. family rich. Jesus. Unbelievable. I Unbelievable. Mean, she's worth like 
150 million just because of her husband. She's no fully LA kid. now. No Dude, if you were worth, hates your kids. If I was worth like None of 1 million and yeah. or however much could afford me not to work these days, I would get not give a shit about anything. Like No Lions fans hate your kids. Right. None of them. I can assure you that. They're just in the fucking moment, and you put your kids out there, she much is, like uh, our boy stuttering. She's the stuttering child. <laughs> she really is. It's a shield <laughs> because you lost, and you're salty, fucking moron. Mm. Like, don't you think sometimes he's like, yes. "Honey, like I love you and all, and you're a hot blonde, but can you please not like get me in trouble and put my your foot in my fucking like, like please, what do you want her like, to put like your foot. Her well, foot. just like." I want a rubber foot on my belly. Yeah. Well, that was you. I didn't say that. At uh, Maddie, that was XFL Jim. Yes, one hundred percent. Stafford after you got to own that one. I'll I'll own it. I'll own it today and tomorrow. I mean, look <laughs> the 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 football, the NFL girlfriend of the quarterback. It's becoming like a. I I do got to say though, holy fuck, you got to check out Jared Goff's whatever she is. Oh my lord. Holy fuck. What, is she like a, a doctor or something? Yeah, she's a doctor. She's a, uh, she's a, uh, in the Christian Harper. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Yeah. I'm yeah. listening. Yeah. Sports Illustrated it must be the final one because they, she ain't going to have kids. She don't want to fuck that body up. I'll tell you that. The oh, fiance, like Maddie, fiance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's she's yeah. Whatever you do, don't have kids. So so like when when Jared Goff leaves Detroit, they'll boo him. I forgot how goofy Jared Goff looks. I love him so He's much. Kind of like a poor man's Ryan Gosling. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it was a tough day for Barbie. That the uh by the way that didn't get nominated for best movie or director. I mean, how are we gonna live? Are you okay with that, Maddie? You're not okay. I don't know. I didn't know the Academy Awards was gonna nominate. Like, I don't even care. But hey, like, the holdovers that, got some noms. That's all that matters to me. Good, much better movie probably than I haven't seen Barbie. Barbie, so. I'll tell you what, really good. I really liked it. This is if you look at Barbie from this view, I'm gonna tell. Like, if you look at like it's almost shitting on yeah. Hollywood and itself. Yeah, it's hilarious. And and like it's sure. there's a part of it that people watch and just, OK, the story. But I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is hilarious. They don't. So why would they about care movies. about getting awards? Then? I, I don't think they cared. I mean, I guarantee it, you. I guarantee the director does. Yeah. Well, I know Greta, Greta, like, Greta Gerwig. She's a good know? director. She's a very good actress, too. Yeah, she's I she's love the talented person. Her. I'm saying but like I don't. I think that's one of the movies when they label these like these the, like, oh, this is the feminist movie. This is, you know, then that crowd, that fan base gets riled up over it. But, you know, I didn't know that like Barbie would turn into like this big feminist movement movie that they I didn't feel it, it was to me. There was a lot. It was a lot of like the 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 things the men did in that movie were so over the top. It was comical. Yeah. So I think like, everything like everything right. was over the top. Right. Like it was hard to take the actual feminist thing seriously because it was like so jokey. The guys were like stereotypical 80s guys. You know, I watched like, uh, 
I, Tanya, and I thought Margot Robbie was very good in that. I mean, I think she's a very good actress. Yeah. I haven't seen Barbie, but I... I'm telling you, the movie is uh, it, it's much more entertaining than, yeah. than you'd think it would be coming from like a guy who I know what kind of movies you like. and sure. But it's like, it's, it is like, if you look at it as like just sort of shitting on everything too, in a way, it, it kind of lands way better for uh, an action male like yourself, a rough ass man of action, like Mandy Goldberg. That's about right. Yes, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll eventually check it out. It's like, it's kind of sitting there on the cachet and I just, I can't pull the trigger to watch it. You know, who was a big fan of the Barbie movie? Who's that? Jim Irsay. Yes, he was. Oh, he's, is he in uh, <laughs> rehab now? or what's I don't on? know, but they say he was found unresponsive and struggling to breathe before yeah. being transported to the hospital, according to ESPN. You know, his band is playing out here. He's got like a band. It's like the Jim Irsay band is playing. I think they're opening up for Ween. Is that what doesn't uh, who's who's else has a band? Uh, Dol- James Dolan, doesn't he have a band? Yeah, he's got a band, too. They like should this would be a con- battle of the bands for owners. Yeah, I mean it's got to be kind of music. I, Jim Irsay has got to be a blues man. I feel. Yeah, I bet he's a big he's, blues guy. I heard he's got an incredible rock and roll memorabilia collection. Somebody, were you talking about that the other day? Somebody else was. I think so. I think it might have been me. Yeah, but he's like, uh, I would go see him. You want to go see him? We'll go both nights. Do Just it, like boys. Uh, I'll let you know. But if he's all, if he's all fucked up. Dude, but okay, so and this is how bad it was. He had to receive a, a dose of Narcan, which is what all the uh opioid Ursa overdoses did? get. Yeah. But I feel like he would do Narcan like just for fun. Too. He might. Well, you think it was you guys think it was fentanyl? You um, think you think Ursa's just fucking around with fentanyl? I think fentanyl would kill him. Not many people survive. Fentanyl. I think he like. Ursa's I think he different. winds up drugs, and he got he he yells at him. He's like, "I challenge you to kill me!" Yeah. And he starts doing them all, and he he just like builds tolerance each time he goes. This time he went a little too far, but now he's happy. He gets a chance to do it again. Like it's funny the shit this guy does. If a player did this, they would be like out of the league by now. Yeah, owners get away with different. I I feel like as long as he doesn't get caught saying the n word, he's fine. Yeah, but look at this. Look at Dan Snyder. What it took to get Dan Snyder out of the NFL? Yeah, exactly. This is nothing. This is like a, a this makes Dan Snyder make him look like a, a Cub Scout. Well, they're trying to say he's he's been dealing with a severe respiratory illness too. But well, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm happy he's here because I enjoy this kind of. Content. He is entertaining. Yeah, I hope like, is he is he okay? Like. Like he's is he still he's still in the you hospital, think he's right? Miss that show. One minute I, he's being revived by Narcan, the next minute he's playing a blues scale in front of yeah. Uh, I mean, I did get people. an ad for a show in L.A. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's in my imagination. But I, I just like, listened to the nine one one call, and it doesn't like sound good. He might like he might die in like the next two days or something. Well, that's why I would say tickets uh, <laughs> should be refunded. Because I don't think this gig's going to happen. I can look up tour dates. I'm going to look them up right now. Jim Ursay Band. Yeah, I can't believe I'm looking up Jim Oh, it's Ursay. called the Jim Ursay Collection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Go to that website. I'm going right, right away. 
If anybody watched, oh my uh, god, that's if hot. anybody watched Parks and Recs, this is the equivalent of Duke Silver. Uh, oh man, I love Ron it. Swanson's character. Wow, holy shit, totally. Yeah, look at this. It. yeah, this is his rock and roll. His uh, his collection. He's got. I'm a just gonna share my screen real quick. Is, the John, is that a John Lennon head of some sort? Uh, yeah. He's got like I'll sell him some stuff. Uh, you I would you, Maddie? I mean, I don't have anything good, but I'll make it up. I'm like, this is uh, Ringo Starr took a shit in this toilet. I'll sell you the toilet bowl, something like that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that is. Is nice. he wearing leather pants there? I don't know what he's wearing. It is that guitar's uh, got to be like what ten thousand dollars or something. Probably, just some bullshit. That looks like a sick either Gretsch or a Gibson Les Paul. That is that Gretsch or a Gibson? I don't know. I'm not a. I, I, that's a Gibson. Yeah. Jim wouldn't know. Jim doesn't know shit about. I'm not. I'm not a guitar guy. I'm not a guitar guy. I am a drum guy. I'm not a guitar guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Maddie. All right, let me give you a drum trivia question. Well, I'm not a trivia guy, but okay. What kit does Steven Adler of Guns N' Roses play? Bam, loser. Okay. (laughs) I actually don't know. I think Tama. I don't even know. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I think he plays. Uh, he's happy to be alive. No, that's dude. Probably. I talked to him. He came to one of my gigs. I go. What? Yeah, I got a picture <laughs> of him. Was Steven Adler? Yeah, Steven Popcorn Adler. Him and Duff. I opened up for this guy Craig Gas, who used to. He does like uh, the Gene Simmons voices, and uh, all these eighties metal guys were there. D. Snyder, I got I got a picture with him. And I oh, I go to Steven shit. Adler. I go, would I've gotten some tail in the eighties? And he goes, Of course, man. Everybody was getting laid in the eighties. So he even looked at me and knew that even a dork like me could have got some trim That's in the eighties right. in that way. The eighties were a different. Dork like me. So if if Maddie, being a Jewish man, had a time machine, Steven Adler go Jewish back. Too. Would he go back and kill Hitler? Or would he go back to the 80s? 80s. 80s, 100%. Right. 80s. Dude, Dick the rainbow tribe. I would have got my dick sucked next to Kevin Dubrow. Would have been a good time. Kevin Dubrow, uh, my cousin played in a, a band uh, back in the 90s, and they opened up for uh, Quiet Riot or whatever was left yeah. of them at that point. Sure. Kevin Dubrow, who's like, this band is gone from the top to playing in shithole bars. Yeah. He goes up to my cousin after uh, after she got off stage and he's like, your band sucks. Yeah, he's a vile guy. He was that's what kind of kicked him out of the music business was he was such a he he burned all his bridges. Yeah. Um singer of Quiet Riot first. You know, they're still season. around and they're now like three members of the original lineup like so they're they're at like their third incarnation with no original <laughs> members like what Maddie, you should just audition next time they probably go to karaoke and just recruit their next singer well they had a documentary one of the guys was a house painter they got and the other was a guy who brought i kid you not this is like five or six years ago brought a boom box in a hotel room hit play and say, come on, feel the noise. And they hired him. 
I was gonna say for quite right, you probably only need to sing the one song. Yeah, just do it over and over. Yeah, just gotta hit a few of those high notes and you're in. Can I feel the noise? Who was their famous guitarist? Wasn't it? Uh, it wasn't Steve Vai, was it? No, um, he died. He died Randy in a plane Randy Rhodes. Yeah, Randy Rhodes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Randy Rhodes. One of the greats. One of the greats. What? I just I just saw a documentary on him, and him and Eddie Van Halen did not like each other. That's funny. I've been hearing a lot of weird Eddie Van Halen stories lately. I yeah, know. I don't know if I They're believe the Green Day story. There's a Green Day Eddie What's Van the Halen Green Day story? story? Billy Joel is claiming when he met Eddie Van Halen, he started crying. It was like, you're the only one who understands me, which I don't really buy. No. I don't know why you would relate to Billy Joel Green Day for wait, that wait. much. Hold Eddie on. Van Halen Eddie Van Halen was the one crying? Yes. I'll send you a link. Oh my, I don't believe, I feel like we should just make up our own Eddie Van Halen stories at this point, because it sounds like everybody else is. Jim, you got, uh, what's your, what's your uh, encounters been like with uh, Eddie Van Halen? I met him at the XFL uh, opener in Los Angeles that I went to. Uh-huh. He was getting drunk off of PBRs and uh-huh. fireball really? shooters. And it was super fun. We just kind of like partied before he got blackout and just kind of like passed out in the 50 yard line. Uh, Did he uh, open up? Did he say anything to you? He got very emotional for like two seconds. Like when you get that level of drunk, you just obviously right. open up. Maybe he did um, that with Billy Joel. He might have. Um, yeah. He was opening up, but he didn't cry in front of me, but he was getting pretty like those slow, low, deep conversation tones. You know, I read, uh, embarrassingly, I read Stephen Percy's uh, autobiography. He was the singer Rat. Maybe you heard of them. Oh, of course. Oh, I love rap. A little round and round. So love he was saying that he, was, yeah, he, lived, he lived on the same street as Eddie Van Halen, like they lived on the hills. And he goes, Eddie would come over all the time because that's where he'd stash his alcohol. He couldn't drink at home. So he basically used Steven's garage as like his drunk pad. And it, like for Steven, it was like awesome. The, this legend is hanging at my house all the time. I uh I do when I worked at uh, this radio station Grand Rapids a guy I worked with there he was backstage with with Van Halen at one of their shows and this is like late 90s so it's not like this is like when all those 80 band, 80s bands were just like had taken right. a dump and they yeah. were not you know yeah. regarded as what they were like their low point yeah right but then what's funny is they would get a resurgence like 10 years later but at this point in time, like, so he showed me pictures of uh, him and Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen was, like, he was so wasted. He was taking out his dentures and like Ugh. smiling with, uh, with just his gums and stuff. It yeah. That's a move my Marley. dad loves to do. My dad loves to do that move. Oh. I'm going to say Van Halen and Guns N' Roses are the only 80s metal band that survived a grunge, like, wash away. Yeah. Yeah. Most of those. Yeah, others- probably. Bon Jovi, maybe. Well, really, sort of like Van Halen. Yeah. Well, they had just had so many bangers, and you know, then they got in this thing with between. Well, they could play their instruments. Yeah. Like if you look at Warren, Warren really couldn't play their instruments, you know. And some of those bands complain that like, fucking, smells like Teen Spirit came out, and then they were collecting food stamps all of a sudden. It was like basically Mike Reno and Kevin Dubrow. Yeah, uh, both were saying shit like that. They're still mad. Well, they're both 
they're both dead. I like Vince Neil's take on it. He's like, yeah, all these bands are like, life sucks. He's like, everybody knows your life sucks. He's like, we were trying to bring the party, man. We were trying to bring fun. Vince Neil's still trying to bring the party. It's I, just I a very so. sad party at this point. <laughs> if you ever see years. the Vince Neil vocal uh, vocals isolated on oh, Instagram or wherever, it is. A, Have you ever is, seen his last cameo? It's like a Tim and Eric sketch. Oh my Have you God. ever seen that cameo he did where he was like, "Hey, Bruce, you're like like forty, like forty, yeah, like happy birthday." It was terrible. It was so funny. It was so good. Who was he talking to? Some dude that was 40 and he 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 couldn't get through like a sentence. He was so drunk. He put so little time into it. It was amazing. Yeah. Let's let's see if I can find oh, this is the oh it's amazing. I gotta the go back to incredible. A share screen though. Hold on. You found it? Uh I did. Hold on. Hopefully won't get in trouble for this. Uh if you play a little bit of it, it should be fine. It's only like 10 seconds, but it is classic. Can you hear that? No. Barely. Not very much at all. Oh, that's because it's coming through my microphone. Hold on. Oh, that's why. We'll start that over. Technical difficulties. Hey, Decker. This is Vince Neil. I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian, Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking. Shout the devil. And, uh, and do... Yeah, do some feel good stuff in four in big old big old four row, you man. All right, see you later. That's what four hundred dollars will get you on a cameo. That's worth. It is because it's so bad. It's worth it. Right. It's like Neil. I, can you retake that? But worse. I yes. love wash celebrities on cameo. That's my one of my favorite things to go look up, where you can get just wash celebrities to say anything you want. Oh yeah. It's it's a dream. It Gilbert is. Godfrey used to be the goat at that. He would literally say almost anything you typed. He would just say whatever. You know, High Pitch Eric makes 200000 a year on Cameo. What? Yes. I wonder how much Badlands Chugs makes. My favorite man on there. Who's Badlands we'll say anything Chugs? He won, uh, he won the world record uh, last year for lemonade chugging at the... Uh, at the Fourth of July events, since they've added that, he's a he'll chug anything. He's a great dude, big old guy. I just love chugging drinks. Chugging, will he, will he chug urine? He might if you pay him enough. Pee. I didn't know you were so into pee, Maddie. I said it twice. I know. Maddie's got he likes water sports. Hell yeah, yeah brother. Hey, you guys see this yeah, uh, tight end from Miami who's given a ninth year of eligibility? That's fucking crazy. That's so stupid. Are we going to get a 10-year kid? I just feel like at some point you it's more responsible to be in a position to contribute to a 401k than it is to keep hanging out in college uh, so going I after this dream. I would have said that, but if he's getting like anything from NIL, then it might be worth it. <laughs> That's true, too, because if NIL... Like if you can make like 50k just being in college, then fuck yeah. You know, college is already paid for it. At this point, it's just a free it'd be like well, a free I know 50K. like Michigan's uh quarterback is trying to get an extra year of eligibility as backup. He was uh JJ's who, who backup was the quarterback year. for TCU last year. Oh 
Max Stasny or something? Dugan. Well, Max Dugan. Yeah, Max Dugan. Dugan. Well, let's see. Let's see your Max Dugan. He he obviously didn't make the NFL this year. I think he got cut by the Chargers. So you're a great college player. You're not good enough to be in the NFL. If you can stay in college for 10, 12 years, you can figure it out. And they have these bogus rules. By all means, go for it. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're a you star a player winning. like that, too. But uh, Michigan's backup quarterback was trying to get more eligibility because he's like going for his doctorate in something like that's a lie that's a jim no. harbaugh scam this is not i swear maddie i believe it like if you can get the on truth. this nil your your college is Dude, already paid bill, for the bill's got to get jim harbaugh did i say that already you have said that and like, kelly I, it doesn't, doesn't look like it's gonna happen either i think i think this college eligibility stuff is crazy and i don't know when like we're still gonna have covid kids like a year or two from now Crazy. Well, yeah. it's a different game. It's not our kids' college football anymore. It's not our our dad's college football. It's the it's it belongs to the generation of the XFL gyms. It, I mean, it's, that's correct. like it, I love all of everything about. It. It's just crazy that you could be almost thirty playing with eighteen year olds. <laughs> it's wild, it, and it's not just Australian punters. It's like legitimate quarterbacks, wide receivers, tight ends. Like I can understand like. If you're a punter and you're 27, you live in Australia and you're an amateur uh, rugby player and somebody's like, hey, you want to go and play in American University and punt? Yeah. By all means. But these are like skilled positions now that have played five, six, seven years. Yeah, I don't and I don't think there's a competitive level too. I mean, be, beyond the mental maturity there's a physical maturity too that happens. I mean, absolutely. You would figure a guy that's been in the weight room another six, seven years is gonna, might have an edge. You know what's amazing though? I gotta say, like watching Sammy Laporta play, he's gotta be what 22, 23 at most. Yeah, he is making same clutch catches. Oh yeah, like literally like dimes thrown to him, like whizzed at him, big third and tens. And he's making sick catches at 22 years old. That's he like, set the tight end record insane. this year. Yeah, no, guy's I, fantastic. I just looked up how he got the nine years. So red shirt, red shirt year one, mm-hmm. reserve third uh, year two. Broke his leg year three, gets an injury injury waiver. Uh, complications from the broken leg in year four. Gets another injury waiver. COVID year. Foot injury two weeks into the season. Another injury waiver. Uh, and then in 2022, so he started in 2016. In 2022, he played all the games, which technically counts as his second year of eligibility. And then third year of eligibility was last year. Fourth and final year is this coming year. So unless you get a guy who's like just constantly getting season-ending injuries... I don't know how often this can actually happen where you're getting like nine plus. Like, I feel like six is probably going to be more common, but nine is just going to be. I don't know if this is repeatable. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't see how it helps anybody other than that team, maybe. I'll tell you um, this too. I got sick when I was. 19 or 20. So I missed a year and a half of college and then I went back. Um when Wait, I went you still back, have eligibility remaining. Well, I didn't have eligibility, but I'll tell you this. 
even being 22 in college or 23, you feel really old. Yeah. Like you're old. Like at that age, 18 and 21 is like a big difference. So like I felt really old at 23 in college. Like I almost felt embarrassed to be there, even though I had a good excuse. So to be 27 is just weird. Like you're just old. Like you're in a different part of your life. Yes, that's he's like my age. Have a mortgage at that point, you know. Like it's and and Jim, you're a baby to me, man. Like you're you're a child to me. Hey, just give me give me uh, what is it like a week and a half, Maddie? Week and a half, week from Thursday. Yep. You got a birthday coming up? Yes, I do. Turning the big three zero. Happy birthday, buddy. What do you got planned? I'm the sure your liver you is younger, uh, is is older than Maddie's though. Is the lady taking it, you somewhere probably. nice? We might go out to eat at a nice restaurant around here. There's a couple. Nice. What's that? Uh, Applebee's Pizza or Hut? Chili's? Applebee's. There are no chilies around here. Is Applebee's forever. That deal for fifteen dollars looks amazing. What is she gonna? What do you think you're gonna get? UFL tickets? I UFL? hope, dude. If I if they have the UFL season tickets at that point, I'd go to okay. any team. If you could go to one place, one destination for one game, where would you go? Ooh, ooh, that's tough. Do All I right. do I know the matchup or do I just have to like? All right, how about this? UFL championship or NFL Super Bowl? They... Oh, UFL championship, one hundred percent. Oh my like, god! Unironic. I don't think like I don't know if actually going to the Super Bowl as a fan would be that enjoyable. It's probably not because you got to wait like four hours to get through. Security. And I feel like it's such a celebrity event. Like it's, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd want to go as a fan. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd probably lose my mind. Just I, I think, I think for me, I, I'd, I'd rather watch the Super Bowl on TV and go to the UFL championship. Yeah, hundred percent. What if you could be like in a suite with Taylor Swift and all that? Oh yeah, and Jason Kelsey. Can Hugh I bring Jackman. Maddie with me? No. Oh, then no. Okay. If you I can bring see Maddie, Maddie try to fight Taylor Swift. Yes, I want to see Maddie argue with Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes. I want to see Maddie's interaction with with Brittany Mahomes more than anything. I think Taylor could melt me. I think Brittany and I would butt heads. Yeah, I bet you would. I think Taylor would be like, "Look, I, I really love uh, Travis, and I'm enjoying these games." I thought you were gonna say I really love the sports hole, and I was like, "Yeah, you yeah. do, Taylor. I know. Yeah, behind the well, scenes, I know." Yeah, well, we love your sports. I know home. Travis Kelty loves her sports home. Hey, <laughs> uh, do you think Jackson Mahomes would get uh, drunk and try to kiss you? No, but he might do one of his uh, fruitcake dances behind me. How would that make you feel? He'll do one of his TikToks. Yeah. Maybe I'll see if we can do a duet together. Oh, you could dance with him. Like the time you did that one on Sean Taylor's memorial thing. I'll do it on your memorial too, Maddie. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. That's like his cameo service. He will dance on your grave. Look, nobody's ever hired to go dance on your enemy's graves. That'd be awesome. Nobody nobody's ever beating Vince Neal's cameo. That's one of the great cameos because stuff just feels good. That's not even trying to be funny. That's him like trying to be serious. It's like he's in an elevator in Las Vegas or something, just going down. He's like, There's my four hundred bucks. And somebody probably like, look, you got to do that cameo, dude. The guy, you owe that guy. Like, you can't just, like, I don't have to do it. Like, no, you have to do it. Fine, I'll do it. I just wonder, like, 
boy, like, doesn't don't you have enough money? Where are all these guys' money? Like, oh, they run out of money. I I was in a limo once, and I had to sit in the front seat. So I was talking to the limo driver. I'm like, okay, who are the nicest celebrities? Who is the worst? And he said, bar none, the worst guy I ever dealt with was Vince Neil. Really. Yeah. Why? Just drunkenness or what? He said he was a pain in the ass. Then he said he wanted to get like something to drink or eat or something on the highway. So he like made him like stop and like pull over or something. And then like, I don't know, he missed an A. Then he started throwing shit out the window. He just said it was horrible. But he was like, no doubt about it. I've had a lot of bad people, but Vince Neil by far was the worst. Oh, that's Fuck hilarious. Em. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay, well, this is the time of year we start looking at some other sports because our our sports are dwindling a little bit. So we do have other news and other uh, other leagues. So the Bucks have fired their coach Griffin, and this guy is seventeen games above five hundred. Why do they fire him? I don't understand. I think the team just isn't. The the losses they've had, I think they're pinning. Aren't on they this like forty one and thirteen? Yeah, but Giannis uh, Giannis is not happy with him. And okay, well, Giannis has... says goes. Yes, right. that's it. So think about that. You can even be winning games. This was uh, that coach Blatt from the yeah, Cavs. He got fired like Similar that, situation too. Yeah, because they were still winning a bunch of games, but they were. LeBron was not happy. Mm-hmm. They say who they're wins. bringing in. Not yet. I think it was, was just happened earlier today, so we'll see. They'll probably have an interim for a minute. They should just bring Budenholz back uh, since he was great and then had a bad year because I think he got a new job died. somewhere. Did he do? Yeah, I think he's somewhere. Maybe not. Maybe Atlanta fired him. I'm not sure. Did you guys hear about the craziest and dumbest 60-point game yesterday from Carl Anthony Towns? No, well, MVP had a 70-point game yesterday. We almost had two 70-point games yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns is, like, super hot. I think he had over 40 in the first half, and then he just keeps shooting. The The Timberwolves were up a shitload versus the Hornets, and then he just gets ice cold. They bench him in the fourth quarter after scoring, like, 62 points, and then the Timberwolves lose to the Hornets. Wow. Just embarrassingly. He just started like chucking them up third quarter and fourth. It was just brutal. That's insane. Insane. Insane in the membrane. And uh, Kyle Lowry was traded to the Hornets, which is probably yeah, I saw that. one of the worst places to go because they're never winning shit. They just won. <laughs> but they ain't winning shit. No, they ain't. No, they ain't. All right. I'm about out of news. You guys got anything you want to discuss? I'm just going to say I'm going with my heart this weekend. Ravens and Lions. At least one of those teams has to win. Make me happy. Okay, good. Uh, Death and Pawn Stars, RIP. It's over? No, no. uh, The guy's son died. (laughs) Oh. Sorry Wait, to hear that. I, I was looking it up with the uh, the Jim Ursay stuff because he died over a fentanyl overdose. Oh, oh wow. So some guy from Pawn Stars died too? The son. The son the s- died. What's his name? Uh, Rick is the main guy. What is the son's name? Corey. Oh, man, that sucks. Not Chumley. Well, 
Not I don't Chumley. know much about the show, but sorry to hear that. May rest in peace. All right. Him and uh him and Jim Irsay will be reunited again soon. Yes, to party it up in heaven. Yeah. Heaven party. Mm. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, smash that like button, hit subscribe, and uh, tune in next week for another exciting edition of the Sports Hole. Oh. Yeah. All right, boys.